Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This is the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show with Captain Mickey Eastman. Captain Mickey has been guiding the Texas Gulf Coast waters for over 30 years and has won numerous national and local tournaments. Now, here's your host, Captain Mickey. Good morning. Welcome to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show on this Saturday morning. I'm Captain Mickey Eastman producing the Outdoor Show. This morning is Jace, our sponsors for today's show, CCA Star Tournament, Boyd's One Stop, and Mainstream Marketing. All right, weather Galveston right now down on the island. It's 85 degrees this morning, and looks like today partly cloudy skies. It's going to be hot again, high of 89. South winds 10 to 15. Tonight, clear skies, low of 82. South winds 10 to 15. And then for tomorrow, mainly sunny, hot, high of 91. West-southwest winds shifting to south-southeast, about 10 to 15. Pretty much a broken record forecast like it's been lately at Dome of High Pressure. It's going to settle in, and they're talking triple-digit heat for next few days. Here we go, round two. All right, looking at tides for today. These are Galveston Channel tide predictions. We're on two of them. We have a high this morning. At 4.43 a.m., it's a 1.6 coming off a negative 0.5 last night. And then our low tonight is 8.09 p.m., a negative 0.6. Sunrise, 6.38 a.m., sunset, 8.13 p.m. Our moon phase is 78%. All right, current conditions right now. Offshore, 22 nautical miles east of Galveston. That buoy out there showing 85-degree air temperature, 80. 89.6 degree water temperature, south-southwest wind at 9 to 11. Seas are 1.3 feet with a period of 4 seconds. Galveston Channel, it's 84.7 degrees with 90.7 degree water. Southwest 5 to 7. Eagle Point, 83 degrees with 89 degree water. West-southwest 5 to 6. And Morgan's Point, it's 82.6 degrees with 88.5 degree water with a southwest wind at 6 to 8. Barometric pressure steady at 30.04 inches. So that's uh, kind of where we're at. Pretty much uh, the same pattern. Nothing's changed. All right, well, let's uh, head over Sabine Lakeway and let's check in with Captain Bill Watkins this morning and strike up a conversation with him. Good morning, Bill. What's going on, bud? Oh, I'm uh, standing here getting gas at the gas pump. Gassing up early. Liquid, liquid gold. Boy, that's uh, the prices have gone up quite a bit here lately, man. I filled my uh, truck up the other day, and I'm going, <laughs> man, diesel just went up about forty cents. What's the deal? Yeah, 
gas has gone up at this station it's gone up about 10 cents but at others it's 30 cents 30 cents yeah that's what i was saying i'm going wow what happened <laughs> what happened <laughs> well i can't even tell you <laughs> uh, it's it's worth it all the millions of giant we... fish out there hey man if it costs you 400 to go go get them get them right. <laughs> i swear man it's uh it ain't looking good for our sides all i can say no times are definitely different hold on hold on i'm gonna run look at that pump and be right back with you all right be man. sure i'm not running it over <laughs> yeah don't do that that's uh or hazmat will be out there you might might cost you some extra money doing that but yeah that's uh i don't know when i fill my boat up for whatever reason right there at the end if I hear it start, you can hear it down that tube in the filler tube. You start hearing a, not really a gurgling. You can just hear the fuel. You better shut it off right then because if you let it come all the way up to the nozzle and hit the nozzle to kick it off, it'll burp out about a pint of gasoline every time right on the floor. And uh, nobody wants to smell gas all morning while they're fishing. But it, uh, I guess it gets some kind of, little air pocket in there with that big of a tank it just as it fills up it'll right when it gets full it'll come up that uh filler tube do a little burp and that's not good if you're filling up on the water that's uh that's not what you want anyway all right i'm good buddy i'm back good to go bro all right man yeah yep put my 12 gallons in there and i'm ready to rock and roll 12 gallons That'll get me to that'll get me up and down the lake as far as I need to go today. Yeah, I've got uh, I've already got about forty in there. Yeah. <laughs> so so twelve will be enough for today. Anyway, man, uh, you know fishing's been fairly good over here. Uh, for those that hit them, if you find them, they're good, and if you don't find them, there's nothing there. That's all there is to it. Yeah, well, that's fishing. <laughs> you're either on them or you're not. Yeah, and, uh, I mean, you can catch a scattered trout here and a scattered trout there. and But when you're on them, you're on them. And I don't know. There's, there's a lot of good fishermen out there nowadays that really study it and work on it. And if they were all there at the same day, there'd be a lot of fish getting caught. Yeah. Fortunately, they all have other jobs and they have to do what they have to do. And they're not all there on the same day. Or it would be uh, impossible to fish. Right. The only advantage I have over everybody else is I'm there more often than they are. Yeah. <laughs> and that's, that's the truth of it. Sometimes you get to catching fish and you get to thinking in the back of your mind that you're uh, way better than you really are. Maybe that there's other people that can't fish like you can, but there's always some good fishermen out there. There's all, 
we're not the only ones that study it and watch it and look at it and talk about it and do all the stuff that we do. There's there's others that manage to do all that. So <laughs> don't ever get don't ever get big headed about it. It's just fishing. Well, that's saying something these science. days. I don't. I don't see many humble people anymore. <laughs> no, there's not many of those. <laughs> uh, well, I, I do not think that I know everything because the fish keep telling me that I don't know everything. But it's kind of like uh, kind of like the Bible, ever learning and never able to come to the full knowledge of the truth. You know, you're always you're always going to have something to learn. Exactly. You never know it all. You might have it figured out on your little small base system, but if you got taken out of that that pond and put in a bigger pond, you'd uh, you'd get humbled real quick. Sure, you would. It's uh, it's hey, fishing's easy. It's not rocket science if you can just go to the same place every day and uh, catch fish at the same spot. And you have no idea what's going on in the rest of the bay system, but you think that's uh, that's an indicator of uh, how awesome it is. It's uh, yeah, it's it's a big pond out there, and when you're forced out of uh, your little little comfort zone there, where you've been catching them all year long, and you have to do something different, you can get humbled real quick. It's the way it is right that's now. That's right. <laughs> yeah, because. Uh, there's, well, over here we have a lots of small fish in a lot of different directions, but you can even miss those if you're, you know, you get to thinking you know too much. Uh, that's why I believe you ought to keep your eyes open and your ears open and slow down and observe. You know, that's, that's what, that's how you learn how to fish. It's time on the water and paying attention to what's going on around you. You know, that that one big old turn over there that's swinging around and around, keep going to that same spot, watch that guy. He's, he's telling you something. And uh, he might be telling you that there's no fish there, but there might be some random bait that he's working. But you watch his body language and, you know, same way with seagulls. You watch their body language and watch what they're doing, and you get honed in on that, and you might discover a school of fish over there that uh, you didn't see when you come by. And uh, it, it's uh, it's just kind of a thing you have to be observant, pay attention, and uh, and you'll you'll discover some things that you know will blow your mind. And you have to, first you have to be interested in fishing and finding yeah. fish. If you're casual about it, okay, no big deal. Hire a guide and go fish and catch fish. You know, don't pay attention to what's going on. Just catch fish and enjoy yourself. Um, but, you know, for those of us that have made it a kind of a lifelong study, it's, uh, it's, it's always something else to learn. Always, I learned something different on every trip. 
every trip. And uh, it's just, uh, you know, I guess <laughs> at one point I thought I'd write a book about it. Now I may just decide to let it go out with me. <laughs> That's what I'm going to do. Try to... Yeah, I wrote a book, so. if, they, if nobody would like to read the tail end of it, the first part would be good, but the, the back end of it would be so negative, it's not even worth <laughs> sitting down and putting pen to paper, man. <laughs> yes, sir, I know. Yeah, it, it, it's easy to get, it's easy to get into that mode of thinking after what we've seen. Uh, well, and we're watching it happen. I mean, and nobody's doing anything about it. We're watching our fishery completely deteriorate in the last 10 years and there's no and there's no magic pill for this i mean you can point no. the finger at whoever you want to but it's a it's a combination of a lot of things that have happened you know weather wise and environmental wise and all that in the last 10 years and it's uh it's not getting any better i mean i what they drop our limits uh to on the upper coast uh what was that, September 1st, back in 2019? And I've seen yeah. no improvement. I've actually seen decline, even with a five-fish limit going from 10 to 5. <clears throat> and uh, yeah. it's it, there's something else. It's it's other than harvest that's causing a lot of these problems. And, you know, we, we can speculate and say, yeah, I know this or that. There's, you know, nobody has the you know, the right answer for it. But, you know, we just saw so much. Look at all the spawns we lost in all those floods. And think about yeah. that. There, There's your biomass right there. And then, then when you look at new statistics for the entire coast, you know, from you all the way down south, I mean, 40% of our biomass, the, the majority of our fish, 40% of them are undersized fish, juvenile. And that's... That's what's making it so tough on everybody. And yeah. that's the fish that have to, those are the ones that get through. And then once you get up, you know, start hitting 17, 18, 19, 20 inches, it just falls off on the graph and just bottoms out. It just uh, blows your mind to see that. All the age classes that just aren't there. That's true. You're absolutely right. And it's, you know, I don't see that it's, uh, I don't see it improving that much. I'm like you. You know, we, we just don't have, we don't have that upper age class that we need to have. Yeah. And that, that's, that's what's causing a lot of our difficulties. But people are arguing, yeah. well, that's all we're doing is targeting our uh, brood stock. Well, there's no brood stock as far as numbers. Your brood stock or your smaller fish that we're protecting. I mean, that's the ones that are giving off the, the spawn. Sure, if we had big numbers in that 17 to 22 inch class and there was millions of them like there is the smaller fish, then, you know, it would just, it would bountifully, you know, it would just recover immensely. But it's, uh, it's just, you know, we could talk about this for years. We'll never know what, what caused all this. We, we really won't. No. No, there's a whole bunch of contributing factors. Yeah, you know, habitat loss, weather conditions, freezes, floods, I mean, pollutants. I mean, there's there's so many variables there. Let me knock this break out, Bill. 
real quick. I'll sure, come buddy. right back at you, buddy, if you got time. Hang on a second. All right. Well, you know, the 34th annual CCA Texas Star Tournament, that's going on all summer long. That started Memorial Day. It'll run all the way through Labor Day. And it's all brought to you by your Texas Ford dealers, Tilson Homes, and Academy Sports and Outdoors. If you sign up today, take advantage of over a million dollars in prizes and scholarships for inshore and offshore divisions. They have 120 tagged redfish swimming around in Texas inshore waters. And you have other species to fish for like gaff top, drum, and sheephead. Offshore fish for great prizes when you catch red snapper, ling, dolphin, and kingfish. Go to startournament.org for rules, entry, and prize information. And the CCA Texas Star Tournament is brought to you by great sponsors like Whataburger, Showwater, Mustang Cat, Dargle Boats, Haney Boats, Chris's Marine, and McLean Trailers, just to name a few. Go to startournament.org or call 713-626-4222 and get signed up today. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Sports Radio 610 presents The Outdoor Show with Captain Mickey Eastman. Good morning. Welcome back to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show, 419 here in the Bayou City. All right, let's go back and talk some more with Bill Watkins. All right, Bill, we're back. You, you made it. Well, to I'm having. Uh, no, I'm having trouble getting this gas cap back on this morning. Oh, you're still at the station? Yeah. <laughs> I thought you got on the road. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I'm still stuck here trying to ice everything down. I swear, man, there's way too many steps in doing this. But I guess if you're going to do it right, you're going to do it right. You know? That's it. 
Yeah. Almost there. Well, good. I'm almost in the truck. Almost. <laughs> what were you having trouble getting the gas cap on your boat? Yeah. yeah. That doggone thing, you push it down, you screw it in, and then you have to turn it a little bit to keep it from popping back up. Yeah. And that's that where I was having a lock on it. Yeah. Yeah. I couldn't get that thing to stay down. It's always something with a boat. Always. Yes, it is. All right, I'm in the truck and uh, getting ready to roll here. This hot weather is taking its toll on toll the batteries this time of year. Uh, consistent yes, it is. <laughs> yes, it is. I had my tractor battery went dead the other day. Yeah, that's about right. Yeah, it's... Hot weather or cold weather, we found a bad battery. Yeah. With this Texas heat, I think the summertime's the worst on them. I kind of think so. I believe you're right about that. We have more hot days than we do cool, that's for sure. Yeah, we do. Oh, we got, you know, more okay, high man. pressure settled in across the state, so we got... Uh, We've got a pretty good stretch of really hot weather without any chance of rain, man. Yeah, I think they got like 10% or 20% today, yeah. afternoon showers. That's So uh, it's supposed to be around 98 inland. Yeah, it'd be nice if we could get that uh, southeast direction wind and get that sea breeze, you know, in the afternoons and then get those afternoon pop-ups. We went, we went down to visit some friends this past Monday. They had rented a beach cabin on Bolivar there. Right. And the wind briefly got a little bit of southeast in it. Right. And it was so cool. I couldn't yeah. believe what the temperature difference was. You know, it was like 82 or 83 all the way up till noon. Right. And uh, light breeze coming off the Gulf, and it was so pleasant. Everybody was talking about how cool it was. <laughs> but then that afternoon, it kind of switched around to the south, southwest by just a little bit. Mm. Oh, man. All the kids got sunburned instantly. You know. Well, it's breaking uh, out the aloe vera for everybody. Yeah. That's. Uh... That stuff works wonders with a sunburn, buddy. Well, my challenge for today is going to be trying to find uh, better size fish. Right. I'll, I'll be able to catch pencils, you know. But the action, the action is going to be there. You get good weather like this, you're going to catch fish. Right. So, you know, it, Mickey, there's so many people that don't remember what it was like back in our day. Right. That it's almost irrelevant anymore. So. Well, just a few years you, ago, people forget real quick. You know, you can you got a lot of people coming on now that never saw it mm-hmm. at its best. So, you know, I I just don't usually talk much about what was. I'm in the boat. I enjoy the day, and I catch what I've got to catch, and enjoy catching those, and I, I don't bring up the past, because 
there's nothing back there to go to. <laughs> it's over. Yeah. And I'm like you, I don't think that that ever is going to re- resurrect again. So me moaning about it in the boat, is, it's just not going to happen. I'm going to be quiet about it. You know, that's in my memory. And uh, I've got to live through it. Thank goodness. Enjoyed it. Well, at least you got uh, new people you're taking that don't know. All my people have been yeah, with me forever, it. and I have to listen to them moaning the boat. Man, remember when we used to, man, we'd pull up in this area right here, and we'd catch five- and six-pound trout like crazy here. What's the deal? Well, it's a whole different animal now, boys. Yeah, you, in that case, you can all get together and have one big pity party. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, for the, for the folks that have never experienced that, I just don't go there. Just deal with the reality as it is today, and we still have a good time. Yeah. Yeah, the fish are smaller, but at least we still got a lot of the catch. We can enjoy ourselves that way. One thing for sure, as time goes along, everything changes. Nothing, nothing can be can't turn back the clock and make it like it used to be. But we remember. Well, I've always thought we could, but I've I've been wrong about that. But, you know, I've been chunking at these things for 43 years, and we went through stretches, but we always rebounded very quick and came back to where we were before it got bad, you know. This time there's, uh, I'm losing hope. It's, it's taken. Yeah, it's uh, it's easy to be pessimistic about it. It really is. Well, but, uh, you're talking the right guy it, on it. You know, seeing is believing. The handwriting's on the wall. And I've just uh, I've lost interest. I won't I won't uh, try to sugarcoat anything. It's uh, it's it's really disrupted my way of thinking and attitude because of it. Sure, I can still go out there and catch, you know, 14 to 16-inch fish, but that's, I mean, that's not what I fish for. That's not what I've been about my whole career. I've always been more of a big fish targeting type of fisherman. And when that's taken, well, it's like jumping out of a, you drove a Cadillac all of your life, and now you're trying to drive a Model T. It's kind of the comparison there. <laughs> Yeah, that is that is hard on you. Uh, and like I say, I live right through it too. But uh, if I'm gonna if I'm gonna maintain any kind of uh, positive attitude at all, I've got to just uh, deal with what the reality is today. And well, yeah, you got to do it to make a living. You know, that's the deal. Yeah. I mean, you got to make a living at it. Now, if you had add up all the things that you've had to live through and now imagine you're over here with me and you've got Missy Hannah to keep with. that really is a, that's a crushing weight to think about you've got a whole state of people that will not realize what's happening <laughs> and then you then it's hard to maintain any kind yeah. of a positive attitude at all. Right. So, so 
you know, to deal with that, I mentally just get in there with them. I don't, I don't try to educate the whole state of Louisiana. I did that for the first 10 years I was fishing. I was hollering, oh, yeah. this is obscene. I can't believe what you're doing. I, <laughs> and, and it blew my mind every day. And finally, I woke up and realized that I was a voice crying in the wilderness. And I shut up and went to work with what I've got. So there it is. That's it. That's all you can do. But yeah, it's uh, there's some bright spots in there, you know. But basically, the the floods and the uh, bad weather is actually just floods. The floods is what's messed things up. I think that. Uh, Barring those seven years of really, really record floods, we would have been still in good shape. I think so too. I think that was a that was the biggest factor. Yeah, and I'm not sure it can recover, but we'll see. You know, when I see all those little nine to eleven inch trout, you know, by the bunches swimming around out there, I'm going, okay. You know, maybe. <laughs> Maybe we'll recover. So maybe I'm hoping against hope. Well, you never know. It's always good to have that's hope. That's the only positive. That's the only positive thing I've got in my head. You know. Sure. I'd yeah. love to see those six and seven pounders swimming around in ever, ever little oil rig, ever reef out there mm -hmm. on every shoreline. You could hope to throw a topwater bait and catch a seven or an eight pound. Oh man, that was something. Wasn't it? That was uh, people that had never experienced that. You know, they don't miss something they've never seen. But guys that that do, that's that's the hardest part. It's kind, of, you know, it's kind of yeah. like, you know, being on a deer lease with a bunch of, you know, game hogs. You know, you get the lease, and man, you got real nice deer everywhere, and they just shoot everything that comes out, and. Uh, <laughs> Five years down the road, they look up. Now they're all fighting over one four-pointer four, four that's showing up at a game camp. You know, it just turns that's into, right. you know, it. Uh, <laughs> and why bother spending your money on a lease when the biggest deer you have on it's four-pointer, you know? That's right. I've, I've been on one, and that happened to us. How many times have you seen that happen over the years, you know, on deer hunting leases with a group of people? man but that's that's another thing that's gotten a lot better you know with people with the you know they have their cutoffs and you can't shoot a deer unless he's at least four or five years old you know that kind of thing shoot the coals and take the trophies and let the little ones grow up and uh they've seen a and it's really you know the state of texas come a long way in managing deer see a lot of good deer yeah, shot these days but you're about well, no. truthfully if you're going to shoot a if you're going to shoot a buck that is not really a good buck why not just shoot a, a fat doe and eat that sure yeah if you're wanting to meet take something out that uh, won't ever be anything exactly 
All right, Bill. Well, hey, man, I always enjoy talking to you, and I uh, hope you have a good trip today. I hope you find those better fish you're looking for. That'd be sweet. <laughs> That's like looking for the Holy Grail. <laughs> <laughs> you never know, man. You may get lucky and stumble up on something. That'd oh, be sweet. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I've got, I've got faith every time I put the boat in. I oh, believe yeah. I can catch it. Yeah. At least you Sometimes know you're going to get do. some bites. Get them That's bites. That's right get a bite all right buddy well, hey if somebody wants to come over and get some bites how they get a hold of you brother 409-673-9211 all right bill well hey be safe out there get them hard and get them early and get in before it gets hot that's that's the plan brother. is it all right man I could have guessed that one. Take care of yourself now. Okay, Talk Bill. You see first. you, bud. Be safe. Later, man. All right. That's Captain Bill Watkins over at Sabine Lake. Let's take a quick break. We'll be right back. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Live from the Twin Peaks studios, Sports Radio 610 presents The Outdoor Show with Captain Mickey Eastman. Good morning. Welcome back to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show. 434 here in the Bayou City. Let's run up to Lake Conroe. Let's check in with the fish dude this morning. Richard, good morning. What's up, man? Well, good. good morning, Mickey. How are you? I couldn't be better. Right, Walking the line. Right. There you go. There you go. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Well, I'm taking today off. I'm going to go to the grand, yeah, go to grandkids' birthday party. So that'll, that'll be something different. Yeah. Ain't nothing, ain't nothing wrong with that. But, man, them hybrids did good yesterday. Did you, did you get them? Man, we hauled them out. They were, they were doing good. Almost, we you got out there and had. What twenty of them that we kept, and then uh, dang, good. And I bet we had that many that we threw back. So it was pretty dang good yesterday. It's fun anyway. But hot weather don't bother them fish. I'll tell you what, it's crazy. In the years past, uh, hybrids this time of year are just horrible. But I guess the population of fish is there 
now that you know since since they've stocked you know plenty over the past few years sure there's just a good population of fish there that that are hungry and i mean they're hungry because they well, it makes a difference you can't catch it what's not there you know it, uh, that's you know, right you know a guy's got to have something to work with exactly you know and the thing is therefore you know, with hybrids they're stock fish so, you know that's what a lot of people don't realize is they you know parks and wildlife stocks them and they have to stock them annually in order to to maintain uh, a good population of fish and um the biggest thing there was what two or three years that they they didn't stock any at all, and I don't know the reason behind it, but they just didn't stock them. And when it when that happened, it, you saw it taper off. You just could not catch very many of them to begin with. And but when you did catch them, you caught some good ones. You know, it's just mm-hmm. they there just wasn't a big population of fish there. And then you know, like I say, in the years past. Starting in July, typically it's just got so hot you couldn't catch them. And now I'm out there looking at that water temperature; it's 93 degrees. It's like you got to be kidding me. And these fish are still biting. So I, I mean, it's you're catching every size. I mean, anything from 12 inches all the way up to 24, 26 inch long fish. Right. And, and it makes a big difference, you know. And I know about uh, I guess about a month and a half, two months ago, they stocked a. I think it's 120,000 of them that they stock. So yep. I mean, it, that just makes it makes a big difference. And then I'm I'm not 100% sure, but I've heard that their life expectancy is only seven years anyway. So they don't live very long. Yeah, they're about like a trout, speckled trout, seven to nine yeah. years. Yeah, see, I wasn't, I wasn't sure. Like how a white-tailed deer, you know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the thing is, it's, it's crazy how short of a, life they have and how much weight they can actually pack on in that in that short lifespan because you know the record fish is almost 16 pounds on conroe so if he's i mean that's that's packing on some weight quick right there in my book so you know because most fish gain about a pound to a pound and a half a year you know hybrids are doing two pounds plus if they you know i guess good population of bait there they'll they'll keep on packing it on and it's, it's it's a good thing. I just like to see some more bigger ones, you know. And I did notice quite a few of them yesterday. Probably about, I'll say probably about forty percent of our fish, the bigger ones anyway, had started losing weight. Now I've noticed that every summer how they lose a lot of weight, and I don't know why they do that. I don't know if it's from not eating enough. Or swimming so much that they're working it off. I don't. I don't. I don't know. But normally, like you'll have some of the fish look like they should weigh, say, eight pounds, and they weigh five. So they lose a lot of weight. And there's, you, you can tell when you go to fillet them out because they're just a thin, thin fillet. When normally you, let's say, you get a fillet that's a half inch thick instead of one that's an inch and a half thick. So. That's that's how I'm telling the difference, you know, because those bigger fish like that, I mean, they're they're fun as heck to catch, but when, this time of year when they start losing that weight, it's it's like goodness, what's wrong with you? And it's every year same thing. And when the water starts cooling down, they'll pack that weight back on. Mm-hmm. And it's it, it's always in the summer months when I notice it. I never in the winter months they're always just as thick as they can be. 
Yeah, you can so, notice that down south, the fish, you know, down in south Texas, the trout especially, they're just all head and just, you know. Yeah, just, I mean. They just, the body just slims down all the way to the tail. They almost look like snakes. I know, I know. Snake I mean, that's, that, that is, that's crazy how they do that. And I mean, I don't understand the reasoning behind it. That's that's what really gets me. I don't know if it's water temperature or if it's. Well, or lack of or, bait fish or, you know, their feeding yeah. habits. You know, they slow their metabolism down when it gets so hot they don't feed as often. I don't know. You they know, look like they're starving I, to death to me. And that's, you know, that's I tell people all the time, they they act like they're the lethargic, you know, and that's typically cold, you know. You, it's cold weather months. They get real slow on their metabolism and, and, uh, and movements and feeding habits and stuff like that. But. It's hot. It's no. There's no reason for that, you know. And I don't know. I don't know what it is, but it's it, it's different, you know. It, it, but it's interesting to watch and see how they do it. Cause, and the, you know, like I tell everybody, when we're reeling fish in, whether it be a catfish or bass, you know, whatever, we're I always look at where the hook's positioned in the fish's mouth, and. It's a funny thing to watch them sometimes because I'll see that hook fixing to come out of their mouth or something, and people go, what do you mean? Get him in the boat. He's going to come off. And get him in the boat and boom, pops right off the hook or scoop him up in a net, comes right off. And it, it's just because they'll, they'll, sometimes they'll barely hit it, and other times they just inhale it. And it's it's just crazy to watch watch the differences. And, I, I mean, it's just a habit I got into especially largemouth fishing in those tournaments and stuff, you always look at hook position in their mouth. And you do it for a couple of reasons. One, so if you can just lift him in the boat, you lift him in the boat. Others, if you need a net, you got to get the net on him. And then others, uh, like uh, the like a crankbait, when you're fishing a crankbait for largemouth bass, for example. If, I, if I'm throwing a crankbait out there and I catch one on the back hook, then I need to change colors. That's instant. I will, I'll, I will do that immediately. As soon as I catch one on the back hook. Now, as soon as I see one that's got it, he's either got it choked or he's got it sideways in his mouth. He's got both hooks in his mouth. That's I know I got the right one because they're eating. They're eating the whole thing. When they catch them by that back hook, they like the action it's got, but they don't like the color. So. That's, that's one absolute thing that I'll do no matter what. If I'm catching crankbait fish and one of them has it by the back hook, I'm going to sit down and I'm going to find the color that they want. Because when you find the right one, it's I mean, they will literally choke it. It'll be buried down their throat. And when you get a big crankbait down a largemouth throat, it's it's hard to dig them out. But, yes. But, uh, I mean, it's it, I guarantee you when you get the right one, you know it because you you bring him up, you see nothing but line coming out of his mouth, and you know you got the right one. But it's like I say, always that back hook thing makes me change immediately. There will be no doubt in my mind that's going to happen because you'll lose a lot of fish. You'll feel them when you're when you're cranking along, and all of a sudden, boom, you get a little bite, and they miss it. You keep doing that, and you'll keep feeling them do that, or they'll actually push it to you. You can feel them as they push it towards you. You'll right. be cranking along, and all of a sudden, they'll, you'll get some slack that just gets thrown in your line. And it's once you once you start recognizing all those little different characteristics of how they're they're hitting your bait and, and stuff like that, you'll start catching more of them. As it's just funny to 
to kind of figure those things out over the years, you know. Yeah, that's when and, you know the bite's good. I love it, man, when you're working a lure back to you and you just it just goes slack. They done yep. ran it down, swam it into their mouth, and uh, all you got to do is tighten up and that's, set the hook. Catch up with it. it. Turn that handle, That's amazing. Man. I'll tell you what, it's amazing to how they do that, too. And, it, it's uh, you know, when it first starts happening to you, it's – it's like, what in the heck is going on? And then you realize, man, it's a fish. So, right. You know, because a lot of times you, you're expecting them to jerk it and pull it away, try to pull away from you. But when they throw that slack at you, it's yeah, he's got it. I mean, you just got to you got to catch up to him. He's swimming faster than you're cranking. So it's, uh, it's just, I don't know. It's, it's I, I do too much thinking about fishing, I think. I don't know what it is. I just I can't help myself. Oh, we all do. I mean, when it's just, I know. You know, it's pretty much routine. You know, when you got a lot of fish to work with, you do. You know, you take all that for granted. You do. You really do. I mean, you, you know, some some people don't even think twice. I catch people bass fishing all the time when when I'm out there taking bass fishing, and especially throwing crankbaits. They'll start. It's I don't know what what it is they get complacent or whatever they they'll cast it out and they just reel it in cast it out and reel it in i'm not just casting out and reeling in i'm controlling my depth by my rod position i don't have it up in the air i've got it down towards the water so i want my, my bait digging deeper and then uh, then i'll as i'm digging deeper i'm feeling for anything that it hits if that crankbait hits a little limb or or bumps across a rock or or hits a mud bottom or something like that. I want to know it's it's there. I want to feel it, and I'm going to have total focus on it so I can speed up and slow down my retrieve as it deflects off of something. Because that's one of the things about a crankbait is it triggers bites when it deflects. As it yeah. as it hits as it hits something, it they'll hit it because it's it's a right. reaction strike. You know it's. It's not just moving along like any other shad is or any other bait is in the water. It's moving along all of a sudden, boom, it jumps sideways, and it's just those fish just react to it. And it's a it's fun when you catch them reacting to to a crankbait because you get especially if you're a good school of them, you'll catch two of them at a time. I mean, it's I tell my guys all the time. I said if you feel something, it doesn't feel right. It feels different. You know, yep. don't wait on the thump. You just feel anything different. Set the hook. It don't cost you any extra to set the hook, man. You're absolutely <laughs> right. I mean, the hook sets Cross the my ball. No Get doubt. on, man. I guarantee you, there ain't no doubt about it. I mean, if you – right, I Richard. tell people – All right, brother. I'm already low on time. Well, hey, enjoy your grand, grandkid. I don't know whether it's a son yeah. or a daughter, but uh, you have a good it's, time today. It's the grand twins. Grand twins. Okay. All yeah, right, man. So – all right. Well, well maybe, cool. Anyone, well, hey, throw out some info. Get, Somebody wants to come up to Conroe and hang out with you, buddy. There you go. Anyone get in touch with me at 936-661-7920. Find me on Facebook. Just check out the Fish Dudes Guide Service. You can email me at admin at com, or just check out the webpage, com. Cool. Glad you had a good day yesterday. See you, Richard. Yes, sir. Yeah. Yeah, okay, fun. buddy. Later. All right. That's the fish dude, Richard Tosh, up on Conroe. Now let's run down to Matagorda and let's check in with Captain Charlie Paradoski. Charlie P., what's up, bud? Morning, Mickey. How are you? Good morning. Oh, I'm good. How are you? Fair to Midland. That's it. Fair to Midland. 
It's actually too early to tell. I don't know how I am yet. Get to too watch early. another sunrise. <laughs> yeah, buddy. Yep. Looks like it's dead calm down here again. Yeah, the winds are down again. We may be in our good old summer doldrum pattern. <clears throat> yeah. There ain't much new down here, Mickey. It's the same old story. <laughs> same old, same old. <laughs> yeah. You know, we kind of had that high pressure move away from us and uh, a little bit. <clears throat> and uh, now it's back on top of us, isn't it? It's back, yep. It's going to yeah. be quite warm for a week or so and dry and hot. Yep, yep. Yeah, you got a due you know, south funny, wind like at the harbor at 6, uh, Sergeant's calm, Port O'Connor at 7. Yeah, you you got ice cream conditions this morning. Yeah. You good to go? I know there's a big off, big offshore tournament here today. Is there? Yeah. And uh, and then we have that uh, CCA kids tournament. So there'll be people everywhere around here today. Yeah, I bet. They, uh, I think the kids have to fish either in the harbor or uh, the intercoastal. I don't think they can go out in boats. Oh, it's going to uh, be like a bank a, fishing tournament? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they do that every year here. You ought to have them hardheads baited up in that harbor. <laughs> uh, it's full of them, I'm going to tell you. It's a magnum hardheads, too. World-class hardheads. Oh. Yeah, hopefully it'll thin some of them out today. But other than that, it's the same old stuff, Mickey. We're just out here chasing a few redfish, and uh, and the people wade fishing are doing better than the guys in the boat right now. Yeah, what are the wade fishermen throwing at them? Croakers. Croakers. Okay, that's kind yeah. of what I figured. Yeah, a lot of that you know, going can, on right uh, now. Yeah. You know, if you're fishing lures the first hour and a half, two hours, you got a possibility if you're in the right spot to catch a few fish. But mm -hmm. mo most of it is uh, the croaker fishermen are getting them pretty good. So, yeah, this time of year, it's hard to compete with them barking monkeys. Well, you know, I, I, I normally this time of year, I'm doing nothing but wading. It was mostly down west, and I just haven't had the wade fishermen like my guys are kind of sitting back waiting, kind of too hot and right. high pressure and all that crap. So Yeah, normally you're down there on on the west end uh, catching them wade fishing every day and yeah. fighting the sharks. Yeah. yeah. So I'd, uh, I don't have a wade fisherman until I think uh, next week. We catch the next Whatever. Whatever. You know, last year at this time, I was thinking about it. It it didn't seem like it got as hot, but, you know, the winds that we were having last year were were pretty stout. You know, they were like uh, 18 to 25 every day, and it was pinning us to the to the river, you know, catching a few redfish in the river. And, and then the, uh, you know, East Bay was so muddy that mm – -hmm. uh, there just wasn't as much pressure on it, but 
these you know these winds even though they're southwest they're not bad every day you know they're not no they're not real strong you know that due yeah. south wind we had mostly due south last year and it, it was that cranking pumping south yeah yeah it, but it uh it also seems like we were catching more fish last year than this year so yeah we know. were i don't know every year is different you just got to it is adapt and take them and and you can reminisce to yourself about the way it used to be because i don't know if we'll ever see that again no i don't i don't you know i always try to keep hope but i mean the writing's on the wall Yeah, it, uh, you know, it just seemed like the other day I'd be on this show telling you that <clears throat> I couldn't, I can't believe how many fish are coming out of this bay every day, you know, before this freeze. And, uh, yeah. And, and the only thing I can figure is that half of those fish or most of those fish were fish that were pushed from y'all over here. Uh, I think so know, too. I think so too. Yeah. Because, I mean, this bay was full of I mean, food. I've been around a long Jeez. time, buddy, and I've never seen fresh water come down the tributaries like it did in in Harvey, you know, in 20, what was that, 2017? Yeah. I mean, that was crazy, Charlie. Yeah. Cedar Bayou looked like oh, yeah. the Mississippi River. Oh, yeah. When, when all the water yeah, finally went something. down, you wouldn't believe all the debris and toilet paper from septic tanks and sewage plants and all that that were up in the top of the trees, 30-foot trees. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. Well, those fish had to go somewhere. And, uh, you know, even you know, even when you talk to Jeffcoat and them, they're, they seem to be catching bigger trout down there than, than they used to, you know? Yeah. Maybe some but, of them went that way, too. Who knows? Who knows? Yeah. It sure changed things. Sure did. Then y'all had it going sure good did. in that, that freeze. You know, that y'all were the hardest hit of any bay system on the coast, according to you know, to Texas Parks and Wildlife, all the surveys they did. Yeah, I think so. I really do. Well seeing's believing and I had friends that were running around in your backyard down there sending me pictures and it was it was pretty pretty devastating. God, there was a lot yeah. of big fish belly up. Good lord. Look at all yep. the turtles. Yeah. <clears throat> I'm not you know, I'm not seeing those you know, usually you see those turtles. Well, it's been the past well after years, they rescued them all and released them back in the surf, they probably said, "We're not going back to Matagorda again. We're going. We're going to go south a little more." <laughs> I don't blame them. Can't blame them. I don't exactly. Blame them. Nope. Oh, I well. guess we'll just keep pecking away, wait for a change. We need some kind of change in the weather. Well, it'll come soon enough. Yeah, don't uh, beware what you wish for. <laughs> That big change well, could be I'm a. Not wishing. We don't want no cane, man. No cane. No. No. A nice but... little uh, tropical depression would be nice, or a minimum storm, yeah. something like that. But no canes. Let somebody yep. else have them for a while. All right, Charlie Absolutely. P. Well, hey, if somebody wants to come down to Matagorda and 
pop a weight or cut a drift, how they get a hold of you, man? Call me on my cell phone, 713-725-2401. All right, Charlie. Well, catch them up. Get a, get in early and get an AC, buddy. Will do, Nikki. Take care. All right. See you, man. All right. That's Captain Charlie Paradoski in Matagorda. It's time for our top of the hour break. You're listening to the Outdoor Show here at Sports Radio 610. We'll be right back. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.